Okay, we're at the top of the Kavavam Abed now. We're talking about, uh, uh, we're going to say the next case is about, we're talking about shuls and stuff and what we do with all these things. The Gemara says, Ravina Havaleahu Tila de Bekanishta. Ravina had like a heap of a Bekanessa. Rashi points out, Tila is called Bayetarus Karui Tail. And he destroyed houses called a tail, like a heap. Uh, actually, like a modern archaeology in Israel, you call a tail as like a hill. That's often a you know archaeological site, but uh, that's okay. So they're here. Alta lekamid Ravashi came before Ravashi. Amar mahu lemizra. What's the halacha? Am I allowed to plant this area? Like to use this area? Though it's once a shul, now make it a field. Amar lezil zavne mishiva tuve ha'ir b'mamman anshe ha'ir vizari. Just go ahead, but you can buy it from the shiva tuve ha'ir. Right? So we said. Uh, the Amani I sent you yesterday, the Shiva Tuve are like the are like, like the city council of Trent says, they can represent the city. Once they sell it to you, then uh, and then in the front of the people of the city, then you have uh, permission to uh, to do this. So they have the right to sell off the shul like that and then be okay. Rami Baraba Havakabani Bekanishta. Um, okay, so he wanted to Rami Baraham wanted to build a shul. Hava he Kanishta Tika, there was an old shul, Hava Baidla Mystery Vlatuya Livne, Ukashurimina. So he wanted to knock it down, knock down the old shul, and bring the livne, the livenim, the bricks, ukashuri, and the beams from it, and bring it up to the new shul. Right? So maybe that's allowed, right? You wouldn't be allowed just to knock a shul down. I mean, you can't sell it for just anything, but maybe I could just use the old materials for the new shul. They come in Bailey, uh, and he asked the following question. How do Rav Chista? He was wondering about the following statement of Rav Chista. The Amar Rav Chista, lo listor beknishta ad bandi beknishta achriti. So Rav Chista said, you're not allowed to knock down one shul until you build a new until you build a new shul. So what's the deal with that? How to mishum pshiuta? Is that because over, is that over there because of negligence? I mean, he's concerned that people will be negligent. What are they going to do? They'll knock the shul down, and then they'll get lazy, or something will happen, and they won't be able to build a new shul. And all of a sudden, now you have no shul. But ki gavna my. But in this case, what's the din? Meaning, maybe it's different here because already this shul's already destroyed, so I may as well just build a new one, right? So out of the comment, our papa He came before our papa, and he said he prohibited it. Also, he says, no good. Okay. <laughs> so I guess it's not allowed. So no, it wasn't an exception to the rule. You're not allowed to do it. I'm a Rav. Rav said, Hi, Beknishta, Chalufa Uzvuna Shari. Rav says, when it comes to a shul, if you exchange it or you sell it, it's permissible. Okay. You need to use it for other things. Uguro Meshkona Askar. If you rent it out or you uh, mortgage it, it will be prohibited. Why? My time. What's the reason here? Bikdushata kai. It remains in its kadusha. I mean, if, if you exchange or sell it, so then in the exchange, the new thing has the, let's say the new money, has the kadusha, and the shul loses its kadusha. Right? That's if you sell it or exchange it. But if you just uh, rent it out, it doesn't lose its kadusha. So, livne nami, chelufinu zvuninu shari, uzufinu asur. So maybe when it comes to the to the uh, levanim as well, when it comes to the bricks as well, exchanging them or buying them would be permissible, but uh, like lending them, lending them would be prohibited. Where it says, "Well, hani mili beatikta," that's only for the old uh, shul, uh, meaning like for old bricks and things like that, and they still have meaning they still have the kedusha of the old shul when it comes to new bricks it wouldn't be an issue there's no, there's no issue there. what do you mean there's no issue what you mean is that if I have these new bricks that I intend to use 
let's say, for a particular uh, shul. But now I want to change, change my mind and use them for something else. Am I allowed to do that? So it sounds like, yes, you are. It sounds like you are allowed to do that. So if they're actually in the old shul, you have to do a full exchange. But if... You, but if, uh, but if um, to remove them from the original Kedush, and they could do something else with them. But here, but they're just uh, intended for use, designated for use to be okay. Mara says, And even according to the opinion, it says a Hasmana Milti. Hasmana Milti means that designation is something. It's, a, it's something real. That designation really like lends a certain level of status to the new thing. So in this case, the bricks, which you intend to use for a shul, they would have like a certain level of Kedusha. That, that, that discussion, that issue, it's like, for example, if you wove a garment for a deceased person. So the garment's already made, it's ready for the uh, deceased person, so you wouldn't be allowed to use it for something else. But here, our case with the bricks is It's like spun thread, which is supposed to be used for weaving. Meaning, if you had, I mean, we say Hasmana Milta here, I mean, that you, uh, like, how, how close to the, to the, to the, to the thing you're intending does it have to be? So if it's the actual, let's say the, the example of the shrouds for the dead. So if you have the actual garment, right, completed, ready to go for the deceased person to be placed into these garments, okay, then you're not, then has, now according to the opinion, husband and milty, you can't use it for something else. But if it's just the, the threads, then it's going to be allowed. Here too, it's just the bricks, it should be allowed. Okay? So, um, so that'd be that idea. Um, one second. Okay, and there's uh, so in that case, there's no one who says there's no one who says that that would be something significant. So either opinion would allow in that case the new bricks to be used for something else. Okay, how about so we said okay, so we said in the context of um, exchange or purchasing or selling really that you that the, the shul will lose its status of kedusha and the money would have the kedusha. You have to use the money for particular things. The Gemara says, Matana, how about the case of gift giving? And let's say I gave it as a gift. Would that make it lose its uh, lose its status or not? So Ravina, Chad Asar One of them uh, said it was prohibited. One said it was permissible. Manda Asar, he says, Bahai Tipaka Kedushata. Um, with this, I think it's a rhetorical question. With this, is it going to uh, lose its sanctity? Well, just because you give it as a gift, it loses its sanctity just like that? Uman Shari, the one who permits it, says, If you didn't get a hana, let's say, a benefit, from giving, from gifting this synagogue, this shul away, so that you went to give it in the first place. So apparently, it's much more like a real exchange, right? Because if I give, if I sell it, so I give you the shul, you give me a hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars, right? If I give it as a gift, what did I get in return? Where is the exchange that now the, the, the shul can lose its kedusha? So the other opinion here says it's mutter. It says no, I got a certain benefit, a certain hana from giving it as a gift, and therefore um, it would work. And therefore hadar havale matamakiz. So therefore, the, the gift ends up being like a sale, and it would lose its status as well. Okay, so that's my cloak in that case. Okay, now we're switching gears a little bit. We're still talking about uh, issues of uh, kedusha, and we have the following distinction, which is a very important distinction. Tana Rabbanda, we learned the Brayta, Tashmishe Mitzvah Nizrakin, Tashmishe Kedusha Nignazin. When it comes to items used for mitzvah purposes, you are allowed to throw them out. Okay, you're allowed to throw them out. Maybe you should do it in a respectful way. What? What is tashmish? Tashmish means items, or like things are in the use of, things in the use of a mitzvah. Tashmish, kedusha nignazin, things in the, in the use of kedusha have to be uh, buried, nignaz, right, put aside. 
uh, like the way we do with like Sifrei Torah. So, so here are these uh, items used for a mitzvah. Sukkah, lulav, shofar, tzitzit. Okay, so these are sort of items of the mitzvah, which maybe we would think, like, oh my gosh, like a lulav, it has all this kedusha because I use it for a mitzvah. And that in selling to the bright no, actually, it, it, it's very nice that it's used for a mitzvah. You have to treat it respectfully, but you, you would be allowed to just discard it. Okay? Uh, these are things that are tashmishay kedusha. I have a whole bunch of things here. Deluska me svarim tulam mezuzot. So these are the, like, um, uh, what's it called? The uh, oh, sorry, uh, deluskame. Sorry, deluskame means the, the cases. A deluskame is like a case for svarim. Okay, for sifrei Torah. Tfilin. What's that? Like a case. Yeah, like we keep it inside. Okay, or tfilin uh, themselves. Mezuzot. Uh, v'tik shall say for Torah, also like another like a word for a, a case of a say for Torah. V'nartik shall tefillin, and like the bag you keep the tefillin in, uruto tehen, and the straps of the tefillin. Okay, these are all tashmishe kedusha, kedusha, not just tashmishe mitzvah. Okay, Amarava meresh hava mina haikursaya tashmish to tashmishu. Rava says originally meresh means originally I would think this thing called a kursaya, which was a it's a lectern. Okay, like it's like a bima. Rashi says that you would like put the say for Torah on. I used to think it was a tashmish. It's like a secondary, you know, a case of a tashmish of kedusha because it is for the sefer Torah. But I figured things are, you know, usually you have a you have a bima and you have like a cover for the bima and then you have the sefer Torah on top of it. So it's, uh, and therefore, vishari and therefore, it'd be permissible to dispose of this uh, lectern in that way. Once I saw they put the sefer Torah directly on it. Amina, I said tashmish kedusha huva aser. So no, it's a tashmish kedusha. I'd be prohibited. Okay, okay. So it's interesting, you know. Our that's what we have also, like our shulchan. We call it like our shulchan, right? Our shulchan. We usually cover with other things, probably for that reason. The Amarav and Rav said, "Mereish hava." I mean, originally I thought to say high parisa tashvish to tashvishu. I thought of this curtain. I think it's like the curtain for the aron. Rashi says, right? Yeria shaportes vivo to aron. Uh, right, it's like, the, it's like what we call the paroche. I thought it was a tashmish to tashmishu. Came into chazina the aife leyomanchi sifra ilave. Since I saw that they folded up and they placed the sefer Torah directly in this thing, that like that's how they wrap up the sefer Torah. I mean, I said instead tashmish kedusha hu ve'aser. It's a tashmish kedusha because it's used directly with the sefer Torah and it'll be prohibited. Okay, so it's a very important distinction. Ve'amarava and Rava says high tevuta deirpat. Uh, a tevuta is like a teva. Right, that is a uh, meaning again. It's like a uh, ark. The earpot Rashi says it's aron. Uh, she needs kalkel. So it's uh, it's an aron, uh, right? It's a tevuta. It's an aron. The earpot means really got like ruined. It's like falling apart. So meavda tevazutrate shari to make a smaller aron out of it. Zutra is small. That's permissible. That's shari. Kursaya. Asir. If you want to make a lectern out of it, like the, the shulchan, like we said, that would be Asir, because that's a lesser level of Kedusha, and that's, we saw the rules already. You can only do the things that are the same level of Kedusha, or higher. Okay. Ve'amara, Ben Rav, says, Hyperisa Debala, if you have like this, um, also, Prisa here is Yiriota Aron, also, it's like the curtain. Bala means it got worn out. So what are you supposed to do? It gets worn out, can I reuse it for something? So it says, Le'amda Prisa Le'sifrei Shari. To make it into like a cover for Sifrei for sifre Torah, that would be permissible. That'd be permissible. Because again, serving Sifrei Torah directly. But Le'chumashin Asur. For the Chumash now. Now, Chumash doesn't mean um, like a bound book of, of a Chumash like we have now. Rather, it means a scroll, but only one of the five books of the Torah. Okay, that's the Chumash. And it's ironic. The term is an ironic term. It's not, it doesn't have the whole Chumash. It only has one of them, but that's uh, in that case. Okay. 
a fifth. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Ve'am Rava and Rava says, Hane zevilei dechumshe. These uh, zevilei Rashi says like a druskama, right? It's like a uh, uh, this um, type of a case, you know, to store uh, the chumash, the kamatre disafre, and also like a bag for this for for different sfarim for different scrolls. Again, also for uh, for a sefer Torah, I assume. Tashmish kedusha ninhu. They are all tashmish kedusha vinignazan, and they have to be. Uh, uh, stored, you know, like, uh, uh, or buried. Pshit, the Gemara said, that should be obvious, meaning that that's the rule we said already. Ma'u detema, what is he, what's he, what, what might we have said? Hani lavla kavod abidan, and the turi ba'alma abidan. These aren't there for kavod, they're just there for protection, meaning they're just like a, like a case. So what's the big deal? Like, I just wrap it up so it's like protected from the, from the elements, so maybe it doesn't achieve a level of kedushan when it's such like a functional use. Mara says, Kamash Shalom, that's what it's going to tell you. No, it's not true. Just because it has a functional use doesn't mean it doesn't achieve the level of Kedusha. Okay, another story. There was a certain shul of the Roman Jews. There was like an opening to like a certain like chamber, like a room. They used to put uh, dead people in that chamber. I guess if they had like a funeral or something, that's where they would keep the, the dead body. But Kohanim wanted to come into the shul, and it was a problem because if you're in the shul where there's already a dead body in another room, and it's all one roof, so there's a problem of uh, too much ohel, and you're, there, there would be an issue for the Kohanim to go there. So after they came, they said to Rabbi, this is the problem. What are we supposed to do? Solve this difficulty. We don't want to keep calling them out of the shul, but... What are you going to do? We have these dead bodies we keep sometimes, you know, in the arm, in this other room. So, Amr Lahu, Dalu Tevuta, take off the Teva, the ark. Oh, I guess it was like movable. Otvuha, uh, and place it in the entrance of that room. Why would that help? Because that would be a wooden vessel, wooden utensil that's made for placing in one place. Meaning, the aren't even though you could you could physically move it, it generally does not get moved. And since it doesn't get moved, and, and, uh, this type of uh, vessel that's wooden and doesn't really move is not susceptible to tuma. And in fact, blocks the tuma. So if you fill up the, the doorway with this type of thing, it would actually serve as a legitimate barrier between the tuma of the mate in that room and the shul, and then the Quran could come into the shul. That's what he said. Okay? That was his idea. Um, so Amr le Rabbanan le Rabbanan, the Rabbanan then came to Rabbanan and said, what are you talking about? V'hazimnin dimitaltuli lei, ki manah sofer tori lavei, v'havile mitaltula malei v'reikam. He said, no. They said, no, you're wrong. Because sometimes they would actually um, move this, uh, this like, you know, uh, uh, like shulchan type thing, because they would place the Sefer Torah on it, and if that's the case, so they move it out to put the Sefer Torah on it, and it's a movable, mitaltalam, it's a movable, it's a movable, malibareka means a full and empty, it's a technical term here in the Tumah, but the point is that it's not asri lanachat, and it wouldn't block the Tumah. So he if that's the case, low after he says, oh, if that's the case, then it wouldn't be any good. I mean, I, I didn't realize that's what they would do with it, but uh, yeah, that wouldn't actually that wouldn't actually work. Okay, so another example sort of how you have these uh, utensils and things that we're trying to uh, use for different uh, uses. Okay. Amar Marzutra, Marzutra says, Mit pechot svarim shabaluf. You have these, um, you know, like... Uh, Covers, I mean, pachas, like kerchiefs, right, for the Sifrei Torah that, wore, again, Shabalu, that wore, got worn out. 
You can make them into shrouds for um, a dead body that needs people to bury it. Shroud. It's like uh, clothing for the dead body. You, so you, you wrap the dead body up in before you bury them. Okay? And this is the Geniza, meaning since these things need to be buried anyways, right, because they can't be used right now, Kedusha. so a great way to secondary use is put the, the, make them into shrouds, the, you, you know, wrap the dead person in it, and then you're burying it anyway, so it's a good, it's a good use of those things. Smart move, right? The Amarav, and Rabbi says, Sefer Torah Shabbala, how about you have a Sefer Torah itself that wears out? Gonzino to Eitzel Talmid Chacham. You can bury it by a Talmid Chacham. That's a, that's a respectful thing to do. Once you're burying it already, you might as well bury it by the Talmid Chacham. Okay? The Afidu Shoneh Halachot. Even the Talmid Chacham, who just sort of like learns Halacha, like not like that, he knows all of Shas. But even if he just learns Halacha, he's still worthy of having a Sefer Torah buried with him. Okay, interesting. Amar Rabbi Achabar Yaakov of Echli Cheres. And Rabbi Achabar Yaakov says it should be in, a, in an earthenware utensil. You should put it in an earthenware vessel so it should last for a long time. Okay, that's the idea. Ve or Amar Rapapi Mishmei de Rabbi. Mishmei de. I think it's just a Rabba here, right? Mibei Kanishna Lebei Rabbanan Shari. Rapapi in the name of Rabba says if you want to transfer something from being a shul and now make it into a Bei Rabbanan, which is a Bei Midrash, then it'd be, it'd be Mutter. Meaning the idea would be, according to him, a Beit Midrash has more Kedusha than a, than a, than a Beit Knesset. And therefore, you can, you can, uh, you can shift it, its use to be the higher level thing. But maybe Rabbanu, Beit Knesset, Aster. But the other way around, you wouldn't be allowed to do it. For a Papa, Mishmei de Rabba, very similar name, Papi and Papa, but he says the name of Rabba, Matne Ipra. He taught just the opposite, that you wouldn't be allowed to do that. Amar Abacha, Abacha says, Kavate de Rabpapi, Mistabra. It makes more sense like Rabpapi, that the Beit Midrash is more holy. To Amar Abishua ben Levi, Beit Knesset. Because Rabbi Shua said that you could, Ben Levi said that you're allowed to make a shul into a Beit Midrash. We learn the fact that is the reality. We think the Beit Midrash has more kedusha than the Beit Knesset. All right, we'll stop there.